0: Ezekiel chapter 17. Parable of two eagles and a vine. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, propound a riddle, and speak a parable to the house of Israel. Say, Thus says the Lord God, a great eagle with great wings and long pinions, rich in plumage of many colors, came to Lebanon, and took the top of the cedar. He broke off the topmost of its young twigs, and carried it to a land of trade, and set it in a city of merchants. Then he took of the seed of the land, and planted it in fertile soil. He placed it beside abundant waters. He set it like a willow twig, and it sprouted, and became a low-spreading vine, and its branches turned toward him, and its roots remained where it stood. So it became a vine, and produced branches, and put out boughs. And there was another great eagle with great wings and much plumage, and behold, this vine bent its roots toward him, and shot forth its branches toward him from the bed where it was planted, that he might water it. It had been planted on good soil by abundant waters, that it might produce branches and bear fruit, and become a noble vine. Say, thus says the Lord God, Will it thrive? Will he not pull up its roots and cut off its fruit? so that it withers, so that all its fresh sprouting leaves wither? It will not take a strong arm or many people to pull it from its roots. Behold, it is planted. Will it thrive? Will it not utterly wither when the east wind strikes it? wither away on the bed where it sprouted? Then the word of the Lord came to me. Say now to the rebellious house, do you not know what these things mean? Tell them, Behold, The king of Babylon came to Jerusalem, and took her king and her princes, and brought them to him, to Babylon. And he took one of the royal offspring, and made a covenant with him, putting him under oath, the chief men of the land he had taken away, that the kingdom might be humble, and not lift itself up, and keep his covenant that it might stand. But he rebelled against him by sending his ambassadors to Egypt, that they might give him horses and a large army. Will he thrive? Can one escape who does such things? Can he break the covenant and yet escape? As I live, declares the Lord God, surely in the place where the king dwells, who made him king, whose oath he despised, and whose covenant with him he broke, in Babylon he shall die. Pharaoh, with his mighty army and great company, will not help him in war. When mounds are cast up and siege walls, built to cut off many lives. He despised the oath in breaking the covenant, and behold, he gave his hand and did all these things. He shall not escape. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, as I live, surely it is my oath that he despised and my covenant that he broke. I will return it upon his head. I will spread my net over him, and he shall be taken in my snare, and I will bring him to Babylon, and enter into judgment with him there, for the treachery he has committed against me. And all the pick of his troops shall fall by the sword, and the survivors shall be scattered to every wind, and you shall know that I am the Lord, I have spoken. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will take a sprig from the lofty top of the cedar, and will set it out. I will break off the topmost of its young twigs, a tender one, and I myself will plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On the mountain height of Israel will I plant it, that it may bear branches and produce fruit and become a noble cedar. And under it will dwell every kind of bird. In the shade of its branches, birds of every sort will nest, and all the trees of the field shall know that I am the Lord. I bring low the high tree, and make high the low tree, dry up the green tree and make the dry tree flourish. I am the Lord, I have spoken, and I will do it. Chapter 18 The Soul Who Sins Shall Die The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, declares the Lord God, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. The soul who sins shall die. If a man is righteous and does what is just and right, if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife or approach a woman in her time of menstrual impurity, does not oppress anyone but restores to the debtor his pledge, commits no robbery, gives his bread to the hungry, and covers his naked with a garment, does not lend at interest or take any profit, withholds his hand from injustice, executes true justice between man and man, walks in my statues, and keeps my rules by acting faithfully, he is righteous, he shall surely live, declares the Lord God. If he fathers a son who is violent— a shedder of blood, who does any of these things, though he himself did none of them; these things, who even eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, oppresses the poor and needy, commits robbery, does not restore the pledge, lifts up his eyes to the idols, commits abomination, lends at interest, and takes profit. Shall he then live? He shall not live. He has done all these abominations. He shall surely die. His blood shall be upon himself. Now suppose this man fathers a son who sees all the sins that his father had done. He sees and does not do likewise. He does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel. Does not defile his neighbor's wife. Does not oppress anyone. Exacts no pledge. Commits no robbery but gives his bread to the hungry, and covers the naked with a garment, withholds his hand from iniquity, takes no interest or profit, obeys my rules, and walks in my statues. He shall not die for his father's iniquity. He shall surely live. As for his father, because he practiced extortion, robbed his brother, and did what is not good among his people, behold, he shall die for his iniquity. Yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father? When the son has done what is just and right, and has been careful to observe all my statues, he shall surely live. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. But if a wicked person turns away from all his sins that he has committed and keeps all my statues and does what is just and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him, for the righteousness that he has done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his way and live? But when a righteous person turns away from his righteousness, and does injustice, and does the same abominations that the wicked person does, shall he live? None of the righteous deeds that he has done shall be remembered, for the treachery of which he is guilty, and the sin he has committed for them, he shall die. Yet you say, The way of the Lord is not just. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? When a righteous person turns away from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. For the injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, when a wicked person turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he shall save his life. Because he considered and turned away from all transgressions that he had committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not just." O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are not just? Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, declares the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions, lest iniquity be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed, and make yourself a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in In the death of anyone, declares the Lord God, so turn and live. Ezekiel chapter 19. A Lament for the Princes of Israel. And you take up a lamentation for the princes of Israel and say, What was your mother? A lioness? Among lions she crouched. In the midst of young lions she reared cubs. And she brought up one of her cubs, and he became a young lion. And he learned to catch prey. He devoured men. The nations heard about him, and he was caught in their pit, and they brought him with hooks to the land of Egypt. When she saw that she waited in vain, that her hope was lost, she took another of her cubs and made him a young lion. And he prowled among the lions, he became a young lion, and he learned to catch prey. He devoured men, and seized their widows, he laid waste their cities, and the land was appalled, and all who were in it, at the sound of his roaring. Then the nations set against him from provinces on every side. They spread their nets over him. He was taken in their pit. With hooks they put him in a cage, and brought him to the king of Babylon. They brought him into custody, that his voice should no more be heard on the mountains of Israel. Your mother was like a vine in a vineyard, planted by the water, fruitful and full of branches. By reason of abundant water, its strong stems became rulers' scepters. It towered aloft among the thick boughs. It was seen in its height, with the mass of its branches. But the vine was plucked up in fury, cast down to the ground. The east wind dried up its fruit, they were stripped off and withered. As for its strong stem, fire consumed it. Now it is planted in the wilderness, in a dry and thirsty land. The fire has gone out from the stem of its shoots, has consumed its fruit, so that there remains in it no strong stem, no scepter for ruling. This is a lamentation and has become a lamentation.